1: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 169th episode of Talk Direction. And we are going to speed through this intro because there is so much to talk about in this episode. It is going to be a really good episode, I can tell, Um, especially coming off the back of some pretty deep, intense discussion episodes um, yes. about woman and only angel If you haven't listened to them definitely recommend it but go in knowing that we talk about like feminism and misogyny and sexism and a whole bunch of intense heavy topics um but now this is gonna be a lighthearted, fun, exciting episode, so we just wanna get into it. Um, But I wanted to remind everyone that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talkdirection, where we put up a whole bunch of bonus content, um, and you can help support the show. Um, We have chapter readings of one of the most famous One Direction fanfictions out there, these inconvenient fireworks. We have a fanfic book club. We also have an extra half hour episode Every time an episode comes out, there's a half hour extra over on our Patreon. Um, this week, we are talking about Julia, Michaels, and Niles' uh, horns performance on The <laughs> Late Late Show with James Corden. Um, and also, Lucia and I saw each other in person for the first time this past we weekend. Did. Um, We went to Boston and met up and we had an amazing time. So we're going to be talking about all of that over on the Patreon. Plus, there's just so much other extra content like Google Docs and tons of past videos. So definitely go check it out if you haven't already. And we appreciate everyone who supports us over there. It helps us actually get this show to run and get it up and pay for the internet stuff that we have to pay for. Um, Okay. All of that aside, let us jump right into the biggest news of the day, which is the Louis uh, 2019 watch. But we actually have (laughs) stuff to talk about. Um, Real stuff. (laughs) Real stuff. Content. Literally. So this is just so exciting. Uh, This is going to be quite spoilery um, because um, we're going to be talking about... Some of the stuff that Louis put out i i know there was a spoil like leaked clip which i never listened to lucia did but we're not going to talk about the leaked song clip but um anything else that's been put out uh no lyrics except for the one in Louis's video that he put there but yeah yeah okay so anyways if you don't want to hear about that skip over this um but
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) also i didn't like go and search for the leak i wasn't going to not listen to it and be good but then it just came up on my Tumblr dashboard and it was automatic playing and I didn't have the willpower to stop. So, uh, OK,
1: <laughs> that's a great excuse. Um, <laughs> I couldn't help it. It already. I mean, if it automatically started playing, that kind of does suck. But you would have listened yeah. to it anyway. Don't lie. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we won't be talking about that. But, you know, there was other like lyrics that were in the um little video that louis posted himself um so yeah let us get into that let me just give a little background of what has happened first of all there was an eight second clip that was leaked um and it was it was also announced that two of us was going to be the title of louis new song and it was coming out like people said march 8th apparently which has now changed um but presumably two of us is about Louis's mom based on like the clip and other magazine interview stuff we've gotten since the leaked clip. Um, okay. Then we also, a couple days later, Louis posted a little snippet video on his Twitter, um, where it was him writing down something on a piece of paper uh, with presumably lyrics again. Wait, was that not today? Uh, no, that was yesterday.
0: Oh, geez. Wait. Yeah, I know.
1: Everything. You're okay. like on a time zone craze. and like I really am. Everything's happening so fast. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're going to talk about that video. And then finally, um, and today he actually announced the like when the single's coming, which is going to be March 7th and some magazine stuff dropped. Um, and he uh, what's it called? He like released the album. Or the single album art. Okay, Okay. so (laughs) getting back to the little clip that Louis posted. This was very reminiscent of the clip that Harry posted to sort of start the, um, like, premiere his harry styles era one i feel like this is now the official premiere of louis tomlinson era one we've had we've gotten like different songs over the course of the past like three years um but this seems like this is like the promotional whatever leading up to his album release um and it reminded me a lot of that clip that harry put out where it was him like emerging from this wet barn whatever the hell like coming out and being born. you're so right that is very similar um so yeah what what the clip actually was was louis writing down on a piece of like looked like computer paper turned horizontally and he was writing down um the lyrics it's been a minute since i called you um yeah what did you think of this clip and oh yeah and there was piano going in the background going on like a slow piano kind of like artsy the clip was kind of like uh, looked almost like TV sort of scratch, scratching out mm-hmm. a bit I guess um, mm-hmm. yeah what are your thoughts
0: um, I was pretty much freaking out uh, I guess yesterday when this clip came out <laughs> um, a bunch of people referenced that video from the office where mm. Michael Scott is like it's happening <laughs> um, that's definitely how I felt It's really fun to just like it's really fun to just be in this kind of fandom and have something like this happen. Um, like today I was at I was like eating lunch at this cafe and um when he announced the date and I felt like it was like a global event and I wanted to like turn to the people next to me and be
1: like Louie announced the date It really does feel like that. Thank God for freaking social media so we can turn to like our friends online. And I know. Be like, it is happening. Oh my god. I know it's
0: so so fun to freak out with everyone. Um, this video clip was a lot to handle. Um, just like uh I thought it was so I just really loved it. I thought it was so artistic. And just like seeing his like little hands and his little hat that he was wearing And, like, the way that he fixed the E when he was writing Mm. Bin, he, like, went back and, like, fixed the E. Um, And I'm just, like, a sucker for, like, people handwriting
1: things. (laughs) Yeah. It seemed really Um, personal.
0: It did. Yeah. It did seem personal. And just, like, yeah, I just loved it so much. And the music, I mean, that piano music was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, Like, I can tell already that I'm just going to, like, love this song so much because that, little tiny bit of music was yeah absolutely beautiful
1: yeah it was really um, pretty yeah um i was wondering if this like little clip is part of a larger music video or just part of his promotion I, th- I feel like i would lean towards just promotion because yeah it was sort of written on a computer piece piece of paper turned sideways in kind of like a weird medium sized font it wasn't like he was like writing in a notebook and it was like really artistic it seemed like he was writing it So that we could read it so that fans could see it just for this Twitter thing. Yeah,
0: and when I first saw it, I I didn't actually think it was lyrics. Um, Later, I was like, oh, that probably is lyrics. But but at first, I didn't really think it was lyrics. I thought it was, I don't really know, something related to the song. But, like, Mm. maybe not the lyrics of it. Yeah, Um, I mean, it could not be lyrics. It probably is. Yeah. But also, part of the problem is I heard the clip, so I know some things
1: <laughs> okay that i won't discuss <laughs> i know that's all i'm like I okay mean, what does lucia know
0: the things i know wouldn't tell me whether or not these are lyrics you okay
1: know. cool cool Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> um <laughs> um but yeah i i feel like it just didn't make sense like i don't know why else you'd be writing on a piece of paper like that and kind of like right it wasn't like nicely done like it was just kind of like you know he was just writing it down but it also looked like at the end when he was doing it he was sort of like about to write something else but like the video like scratched out at the end yeah so it's like is he gonna write more of the lyrics was that on purpose is there gonna be another clip that we're gonna get um before it's actually released um yeah
0: it almost looked to me like um like he was writing like slides or like um like teleprompter slides
1: (laughs) yes that was the only thing I could think of
0: I don't know why I thought of that because like I don't know what that would be why would he why would he be doing that but that's like what I thought of it looked like he was writing teleprompter slides
1: (laughs) right like the other thing like maybe he's like writing something to hold outside someone's window like something (laughs) even though that's kind of a little too small for that but you know when like in that that scene in like uh love actually where the guy like has those cards and like, oh yeah <laughs> i don't really know it goes through them <laughs> like i was like yeah. okay, maybe that but yeah well it's
0: so interesting how it'll work up with the video because we know some things about the video too so are we, this
1: is are we sure those relate like the whole no it could be
0: totally unrelated
1: because like okay so he was seen filming in leeds yeah at where was it it was at the soccer stadium thing youth it was like a youth center youth center where they and do
0: sports and stuff like youth club
1: is that related to that random ad asking for an old man widower who likes soccer
0: i know we don't know but i was thinking like like if they're if they're showing like kids at this like youth sport club and then like an old man and they're like following someone yeah through their life I but mean, also that random casting call maybe has nothing to do with it <laughs> and- true the video we've concocted in our heads is just our own creation. True,
1: because also two of us seems to be about his mom,
0: right? So but he could be how doing a thing- really- Well, he could be doing a thing where, like, the song is about him and his mom, but then he maybe tells the story in the music video through some different people.
1: Mm, yeah, especially if there's like the youth center it could be him like growing up and like having gone (gasps) to like a youth center and like him and his relationship with his mom oh dear yeah 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 i know um relating to that uh in the magazine article like they put out teasers before um the article is actually going to come out very
0: spoilery teasers
1: Uh, Yeah. So if you don't want to hear these, I avoided them, but then I looked at them. (laughs) I didn't look at the I didn't look at the lyrics that were teased. I just looked at the quotes about Louis talking about the song. Oh, okay. So these are the have you have you read them? Yes. Okay. So these are the little things Louis said about the song. I just feel like musically, I almost needed to get this song off my chest. People say writing is a part of the, of therapy. In a way, I feel like I'd been avoiding writing this song because I knew I only had one chance to get it right. I don't mean to be too soppy, but if two of us can help just one other person who's going through the tough time I went through, that would make me really happy. Um, so obviously, this song means a lot to him if he said, I only had one chance to get it right. Mm-hmm um and yeah i'm excited to hear it um yeah i feel like i have all these little pieces of it like this the piano plus the lyrics that he wrote down mm-hmm. um and like the spoilery clip that i didn't listen to but is mm-hmm. out there uh, i know it's so weird how many
0: different like pieces I have and mm. like piecing it together and then it'll be it'll be so interesting to actually hear the final song
1: yeah exactly and with the music video that is potentially out there or coming
0: yeah um
1: there's just a lot of things plus we know that Louis is performing on March 15th for the comic relief Red Nose Day charity event um, yeah
0: now I saw that they took his name off of the website though this morning oh did they but maybe it did it go back up yeah
1: what a bummer okay well maybe he's not performing but maybe i don't don't know what that was about
0: like why they took it down
1: yeah maybe it wasn't supposed to be announced yet or something yeah maybe but you'd think if it already got leaked that they'd be like all right well
0: right um, yeah it was oh it was actually yesterday afternoon that i saw
1: well, I don't know. Yeah. He may or may not be performing this song live, which is exciting yeah. to get something super soon. And because we know there's a piano in it, as, yeah. as long as that piano in the little clip we saw is actually from the song. Um, maybe he's playing yeah. piano live. We did see him uh, on Instagram posing at the piano. Yes,
0: that Although, picture was removed from his Instagram, <laughs> yeah. though, but mysteriously. Yeah.
1: Although, as of now, as I am editing, that picture is actually back on his Instagram. So, I don't really know what's going on with it. He must have just archived it and then brought it back. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are your theories? Please enjoy our discussion about why it was removed in the first place. But now, apparently, it's back up on Instagram. So, who knows? What, what are your thoughts about that? Why would it have been removed? Well,
0: I mean... I feel like the most obvious answer is that it's something, it's image related, but I don't Mm -hmm. want to think that because I don't want him to be like cleaning up his image in that way.
1: Because he was smoking in it. Although, yeah, but he was smoking weed.
0: Like he wasn't smoking. I'm like, take down all the pictures of you smoking cigarettes first.
1: Yeah. Could you tell it was a, it was weed versus a cigarette or is it just because we knew the commentary on it?
0: Well, I mean, you can't, like, tell for sure, but it definitely looks like weed because the like, smoke was so thick.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like either that. My other and theory. And it was huge. <laughs> what? And it was
0: just huge.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, my other theory that I was saying, I did a live uh-huh. stream last night, was that he and Liam had a really big heart-to-heart. <laughs> because Liam recently went to a promotional thing about not, like, quitting smoking, and like, he performed there at, like, a high school trying to teach kids not to smoke, and then him and Liam may have had a chat, and he was like, you know what, for Liam's sake, I'll take the photo down.
0: I don't know. Again, that would have made sense if it was a cigarette photo, and also he has, like, 800 other photos of himself with cigarettes on his Instagram I still. Know.
1: I don't, I don't get it. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but is that saying, he like, he's not going to be playing piano, like... I mean, With maybe that food. was
0: maybe that's part of it. Maybe he's like, I don't want people to have the idea that I'm going to be playing like, piano. That's a
1: really weak reason to take a photo down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't buy that. I feel like, I don't know. It must be an knows. image thing. Or um, who was it that was suggesting this? Steph or Martha or someone was suggesting mm-hmm. that, I think it was Martha, that maybe it was part of, like, that photo is going to be used for something else. So like, right perhaps that like like it's an album cover or it's something i don't know right who knows but yeah. okay
0: wait i'm scrolling through his instagram now
1: did he take them all down
0: <laughs> well i don't like know his instagram by heart yeah but he also just posted that photo it's not like like obviously he knew like i don't feel like anything would have changed between when that photo was posted
1: yeah i don't really know i'm like no probably will never find out maybe there was like a feud with the photographer who took it (laughs) yeah
0: no because it was jordan green he still has these other these other jordan green photos where he's like lighting a cigarette inside his shirt
1: (laughs) (laughs) well then who knows
0: maybe jordan
1: green's submitting it for something and you can't have it online oh maybe i don't know it's a mystery. I feel like cleaning up his image or like some of these other theories, they just don't fit. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. No. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't.
1: Yeah. Who knows, you guys? Um, <laughs> but the next thing is that, so today, beyond the video that we got, uh, we got an actual tweet from Louis saying, now then, hashtag two of us is out March 7th. Pre-save it with the link in my bio. It's coming. Yeah. And that was accompanied by like some little thing that you had to like retweet it in order to see the like album art, which I didn't know that was ever a thing yet you could do on Twitter. But like, that's amazing that they use that way to promo it because, of course, everyone's going to want to retweet it to find out what the album art looks like.
0: It is so exciting to see real promo happening. And I kept being confused all day today because I'm so not used to it. (laughs) Um, But like, it's really it's really cohesive like all of like the accounts um were like posting stuff in like mm-hmm. a coordinated way and like it's like very proper promo
1: yeah we, we've never
0: seen that for louis we've like literally never seen it for him it's always no. been like not good enough promo and it's always been confusing why like is it louis not wanting is it like label mm-hmm. stuff is it management like it's always very yeah. confusing when that stuff happens but it's just so nice to see for whatever reason, it's actually happening this time.
1: Yeah. Again, it reminds me of Harry's where, like, he had the, you mm-hmm. know, he had the clip, then the, um, you know, album cover was released and, like, the pictures mm-hmm. on his Twitter got everyone talking. Yeah. Like, it seems like a big, like, they've set it up, they're organized, they've got things happening every day to mm-hmm. get people excited. Hopefully, they've, I mean, they, we know they have interviews lined up, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, also, like, singing performances or right um in-person interviews like on the radio stuff like that um also lined up
0: yeah i think this stuff has probably been in the works for a while and they were just trying to sort out like the bureaucracy side of things because yeah um he's with a new um label called arista and it's a it's a it's a relaunched label so it's not brand new but it had like closed down um and they just relaunched it and the person who's heading it um has worked with like Demi Lovato and Shawn Mendes. um, And Louis is, like, the biggest artist under this label currently. And it's still under, like, Sony's the parent company. Um, But I feel like that must have been part of why everything was kind of delayed because they were probably still working all of that, all those details out. Yeah. Um, But it feels like this stuff has been in the works for a while. Like, they've been, like, working on this song and, like, getting the promo ready because they obviously set up these interviews ahead of time like the house of solo magazine was released like the announcement of that was released in december
1: oh yeah it's been Um, a long time
0: yeah so it's nice it's nice because it's like it's like it seems at least that this has all been in the works for a while and the reason Mm -hmm. that it seemed so messy because just because of like they were you know having to wait for all the details to sort of align or whatever with the label stuff yeah
1: yeah yeah what do you think of the cover? So the cover is, uh, I love how I ask you that, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna talk right over you. <laughs> Go ahead. I meant to say, like, let's talk about the cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's this like pale, yellowy cream color. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the center of it is a little picture of Louis, um, sort of in black and white or like black and cream, I guess. Um and it's just him sort of looking down to the side and then on the corners of the little picture almost kind of like a polaroid but not a polaroid Mm -hmm. it's like he's stuck a little piece of paper that says two of us in like handwriting that looks like it's been torn off of the corner of like a piece of paper and then Mm -hmm. there's like red paint or tape it looks like tape like those two things are holding down the picture of him, and then along the right-hand side of the image is Louis Tomlinson in all big cap letters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you think of this aesthetic?
0: Um, I love this artwork so much. I really like this photo of him, yeah. um, and I like the artwork. It's like, it's like simple, but also like artistic, mm-hmm. and it seems like something that. They have like. It seems like very intentional. Yeah. Um, all this stuff and like Jordan Green, who's his photographer, who who has been working very closely with him. He tweeted um, about this the single artwork. He said, "New single artwork. I said it was soon. Been awesome to work so closely with Tomo, pushing the creative on this exactly how we both wanted. Keep your eyes and ears peeled." Um. So that was just very exciting because like obvi- like he's obviously saying. You know, that they've been working really closely and it's like exactly what they wanted creatively. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can definitely tell it seems very intentional and like very specific. And yeah, I like it a lot.
1: I agree. I wonder if this sort of like this is like his font that's going to carry through. Yeah. Um, Because I know Harry had font that carried through. Niall had font that carried through. Right. Um, We see the handwriting here like we saw in the little promotional video
0: yeah um
1: so i feel like yeah i definitely feel those cohesive ties i think this is really pretty it's quite like clean Mm -hmm. um i don't know if i would have expected it necessarily but i think it fits really well um Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's really nice and louis looks great in that picture yeah um he looks very soft (laughs) which i think fits the style of the song yeah um yeah, so there's that. And then finally, final Louis thing is the magazine that I mentioned earlier, House of Solo. Um and this is one of the magazines that lined up that didn't interview with Louis. Um and it's going to drop. So Lucia, you ordered a copy of this, the physical copy? I did. I
0: ordered wow. two copies because the shipping was so expensive.
1: Oh, wow, two copies. Nice. <laughs> because well, then is it it's cheaper then? No, it just makes it more worth it. <laughs> or oh, but like you only have to pick one shipping. Pick, yeah, it would. It one. was
0: okay, a, it, it was the same shipping cost for one magazine or two.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. People should do that. People, especially in the U.S., should like have a pair up buddy and like someone yeah. just orders all of them so that we I can know, pay well, one freaking shipping price.
0: I mean, probably if you got like a lot, it would change. Yeah, it was really funny because. Um, So the magazine announced the pre-order for this issue. And I think they were just, like, underestimating the Louis fandom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, so I went in and ordered mine. And then, like, literally minutes later, they raised the price. (laughs) So it was 15 pounds. And then they raised it to 22. And then they lowered it again to 20.
1: (laughs) How rude. (laughs) So obviously they, like,
0: right? They saw the the influx and we're like "Mm,
1: yeah make this a little more expensive yeah (laughs) Um, and it got sold out and they had to like restock which i don't really get how you like it's all online right now but i guess they like had a certain amount that they thought they were printing yeah
0: maybe they have to have like an emergency meeting like
1: can we restock (laughs) yeah can we order more prints (laughs) I really almost did. When I was at 15 pounds still, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, like, let me look. Let me get it. And then I was yeah. like, no, no. Hold yourself back, Caitlin. You need to save money. <laughs> well,
0: maybe I'll give you my second copy.
1: Are you serious, Lucia? <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> do you know anyone else what who's else a am l- going to do with it? I don't, I don't know. To. Well, I didn't want to presume. <laughs> Um, i mean this looks like such a beautiful it's like all red and louis Mm -hmm. sitting there like looking like he's contemplating life he looks very like clean cut his hair is up in a quiff he's wearing a black shirt that has buttons on the front a collar red pants it just looks so beautiful
0: it really does i love these red pants
1: yeah the red pants look so good just like the I don't know, the whole thing, the starkness of him against the red background, too. Yeah. Um, I was going to say it reminds me of some of, like, Harry's covers that he's done. Definitely. Um, I feel like they had that red and sort of just him, mm-hmm. that coloring.
0: I feel like we haven't seen this quiff in a while.
1: Yes, we haven't. I miss the quiff. I yeah. like the quiff. Also, I don't know if you
0: saw this, but people found that um, CBS, was it CBS, whatever studios that they did this cover shoot at – had posted Mm -hmm. a behind-the-scenes photo of Louis um, early December, and no one found it.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's so crazy.
0: Which is crazy because, like, we find everything. Yeah. But somehow this went unnoticed um, because it's, like, a photo of him in this outfit with the red background. It's, like, a behind-the-scenes photo.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I always wonder how many things like that are out there or, like, other people the boys are working with who post something that's kind of, like vague because they don't say what artists they're working with
0: or like we don't know that they're working with someone yet so like no one's following to like catch to catch anything
1: yeah oh wow um and then a couple more pictures of louis were also released from this magazine Mm -hmm. he's wearing um blue pants and sort of those ugly sneakers that are back in yes um and like a funky (laughs) button-down shirt with a turtleneck underneath I saw then, this photo
0: of him, the one where he's standing, and I was like yeah. literally like is this my dad?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does have that dad vibe. It's like into this. so
0: 80s, like early 90s, like yeah.
1: Yeah. I find but it the, very endearing. Like, and it's got the skinnier pant leg though, so I feel like it's a nice blend. Yeah. I'm I'm really digging this. I and like then it. there's another one of him I feel like we've seen this pose from Louis before. Maybe it's just because everyone wants his profile. <laughs> um, I mean, this is a kind great of, like,
0: pose for him.
1: He does. <laughs> he, he, like, look at his hands. Mm-hmm. Like, his hands are there. It's almost like praying-esque, looking up to the sky. And you see his profile, and he's wearing this, um, I think it's like a tracksuit sort of jumper thing, jacket? Yeah, it looks Bomber like the jacket. collar is, like, popped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And these pictures are so high quality. Like, we literally can see all of his pores. I'm very happy about this. This last photo is my
0: favorite. I feel like he looks like a fairy prince or something. He does. Like, it looks like he's... I don't know if he's wearing highlight or if it's just, like, the photography and the editing. Mm Mm-hmm. But
1: he just looks so serene. Yeah. It just makes me so appreciative that a lot of the boys are working with really, like, art-based, fashion-based magazines. And not just kind of... um, uh, I don't know, like other lighter, fluffier ones. Because yeah. these ones like to really go in on the fashion and the artistic whatever photos. Mm-hmm. And they just make for such great like pieces to collect. Like it's like mm-hmm. I want to have this magazine and keep yeah, it. Exactly. And just so many beautiful photos rather than just like the interview. There's, I feel like you get more in depth with like. Right. I don't know. I yes. can't Maybe wait to see
0: how many more photos there are inside. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot yeah because it's a fashion issue i mean it's yeah. a fashion magazine yeah. no it's a fashion issue
1: so i mean harry's worked with another man louis mm-hmm. also did another one with a pretty artsy magazine before yeah uh, i feel like they've done a number of them so yeah i'm digging it mm-hmm. uh I feel like that's it for Louie. We're probably going to find out. I was like, even as we record right now, I'm I'm sure there's going to be like more information. You, I feel, <gasps> feel like these days you go off for like an hour and you're like, all right, what's happened in the fandom? There's so much stuff I going know. on. I
0: know this um, morning when everything was happening, I had to go to work and I was like, I don't want to go to work today. I wanted to stay home and like, <laughs> like look at everything happening. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> well...
1: I always know that like I'll get a text from you if something happens and I've missed it or like you know I can I at least if I'm not even on Twitter hopefully someone will let me know like via text message that something's going on in the fandom
0: yeah I know it's Um, so nice to have like people who will who you know will text you once
1: yeah. happens. <clears throat> yeah <That's> <laughs> because you honestly can miss things quickly in this fandom that's true um especially at this point i feel like yeah. it's been months of nothing and now finally things are happening yeah so
0: i guess our next week's episode it still won't be out but the week after will be it'll be a song discussion on his new song
1: yes like oh, the episode after my next My god i am ready for it i wonder yeah. if we'll get these magazine interviews before that or after because we know there's another magazine interview coming right yeah I um, don't know when
0: the line of best fit interviews plan to come out but I think it's online so we would theoretically mm. get it faster the um, House of Solos that it ships in two to three weeks Um but, but will I'm that sure be when released they released
1: online first.
0: It might be released online and also if you live in the UK, you might be able to go buy a physical copy like at a store. Right. So we could get it a lot sooner. Yeah. Also, I, I wonder I, if I like hadn't thought about this before even though I had like heard the spoiler the like clip, the leaked clip, but I was thinking about mm-hmm. today I was like, "Oh, we're going to have to do a song discussion on this song and it's going to be really intense." So like oh, get prepared yeah. because I'm probably going to cry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, it'll be good, but
0: like I was just thinking today yeah. like, "Oh, right. That's <sighs> going to be sad." Well,
1: <laughs> t- in the next two episodes, let's keep them really upbeat and happy cuz the last yes. two were kind of heavy. <laughs> I know. So, that means next week. Then we'll week. have another. Well,
0: today and next one. week.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then and then we'll have a heavy one, but I mean, that's what the song is, so. Yeah, but it'll also um, be good cuz it's it's a heavy
0: song, but it also sounds like from his quote that it's supposed to be a healing and mm-hmm. supportive song. So,
1: yeah. And it means a lot to him. So I feel like you get a really good insight into Louis. Yeah. Um, which is cool right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could keep talking about this forever. I know. <laughs> we need to
0: stop ourselves. I, but this <laughs> podcast is going to turn into a Louis podcast it uh, is. starting next week which is it why it's is. perfect
1: timing for us to wrap up Harry's songs. I know. What a good transition. Um, <laughs> I know. Louis was just
0: waiting for us to finish our Harry song discussions before he started Truly. all his promo.
1: Truly. Um, thank you, Louie, for that. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I am, I'm ready for, for talking about Louis for the next couple weeks. And because, you know, once he releases his song – it he might also release you know who knows if we're going to be getting like the album title the album mm-hmm. release date often singers will like release that information when they release like the lead single as well yeah um, and we'll not only have like track we'll have listing. the song
0: the song to talk about the music video mm-hmm. like the magazine in both magazine interviews maybe more magazine interviews
1: mm-hmm. yeah oh my god it's gonna be every episode i'm yeah. ready for it i'm so ready. i'm so ready for it um so uh next week we will have lots to talk about i'm sure even though the song won't be out yeah um but this week for our main discussion i know right that wasn't the main discussion (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) we are talking about harry's song sweet creature this is the last harry song of them all we've hit every other song including medicine and anna Mm -hmm. um from harry's album and we've come down to it. It's taken us almost two years to get through. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I can't believe But we are that. here on the last one. How does that make you feel that this is the last one? You know, it makes me
0: feel – I was thinking about it today. I was looking through the doc. It makes me feel really good in this way mm-hmm. where, like, I feel like we're wrapping up an era yeah. of our lives in a good way because it's like we're going to be ready to, like, embark on the next era of our lives.
1: Yeah. I feel I'm also in, too. like, a weird
0: transitional point in my own life. So it just feels mm. very apt. And it's just nice because now it's, like, we're, like, looking towards the future. And, yeah. like, we're going to get new Harry stuff. And, like, obviously it's not coming yet because he hasn't announced anything. But – and obviously not us finishing the song discussion means that, you know, he's going to then release his next album. Yeah. But it feels like – um
1: it feels like yeah the en- an ending and a beginning yeah i totally agree i feel like it's sad to be finishing up that mm-hmm. we don't have any more to do but i also feel really satisfied mm-hmm. that we are ending and it gives us this clean slate and it feels like we can sort of you know put a bow on the hs1 era which is so weird to talk about in like the past tense because for so long we were like anticipating it and now it's really you know tour ended like six months ago yeah Um, also this is just such a perfect song to end on yeah truly um so yeah i feel i feel the same way especially with louis stuff starting up so whether or not we get harry's stuff right away we do have louis stuff to focus on
0: I feel like we still haven't announced what song we're doing the song discussion on, but I guess the title will have said, so people know.
1: <laughs> I thought I said Sweet Creature. Oh, you
0: did? Okay.
1: I don't know. I Maybe I didn't. I or you did I didn't. and
0: I just wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> um, um, but yeah. And also, this is the final song to our February love month. Right. Um which uh was we were gonna finish up all Harry's songs in February because the three that we did really revolved around love and different aspects of love and relationships um the first was uh only angel then woman and now sweet creature um so just sort of sticking to that theme what type of love would you consider a sweet creature you know
0: I don't really know I feel like It feels, it definitely feels quite familial to me. Mm -hmm. So whether that is a romantic partner who is your family or a non-romantic family member, I think either could apply. But it definitely has a very strong familial love
1: feeling to me. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it it feels very familial love Mm -hmm. or or a type of love that's like familial love, sort of an unconditional almost yes um where no matter the ups and downs that you go through you know that that love is still going to be there and that person's still going to be there for you sort of no matter what yeah like an ultimate Um, love yeah exactly and i feel like this is stands out compared to the other songs on harry's albums which had a lot of sort of in the moment or fleeting or you know the drama of relationships type love Mm -hmm. and this one seems separate in that this Like the that stuff is sort of um, it might be there. The miscommunication and stuff might be there, but it doesn't matter when you get down to the core of the relationship that it's going to be unconditional, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So let's just get into it. Sweet Creature was the fifth song on Harry's album, and it sits between Two Ghosts and Only Angel, um, which is interesting because Two Ghosts sort of is a softer song, sort of like Sweet Creature. Right. And then you have Only Angel, which is like the (laughs) Rage (laughs) and Banger. And this song was written by Kid Harpoon and Harry Styles, um, which... I feel like it fits because there's only two songwriters. A lot of Harry's other songs have a lot of songwriters on it. I was just um, looking
0: through the the booklet because I was like, I think this is the only song that was only written by Harry and one other person.
1: Hmm. It's it feels more intimate, and I think yeah, I think that shows with the the song. It is. It's the
0: only person that he wrote with only one other person. All the other songs in the album were written with like three plus three or four plus people.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if this one was written in Jamaica or not. I don't know.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I think this song was written earlier because it was written with um, Thomas Hull, which is Kid Harpoon. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was in Jamaica. Was yeah, I don't he? think so either. Yeah. So either,
1: yeah, it must have been before then. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I think they finished up like they had. You know, Carolina was the last piece they were missing, or right. whatever, and that happened in Jamaica. Right. um and then this song was produced by jeff basker alex salabian Silibian, and tyler johnson um, and this was a promotional single so it was released before the album was it was the second song we got so we got sign of the times mm-hmm. and then we got this one after that um and i remember when it came out we were trying to figure out what the lyrics were and um we didn't know for sure i think a lot of people thought it was run out of rope instead Mm -hmm. of run out of road yeah um and i really liked it at the beginning but i don't think i was as like over the moon about it as i am now oh really um yeah i think i liked it but after sign of the times having such a sort of stripped back song that didn't have all that like amazing production going on i was like okay well it's nice but yeah. <laughs> sign of the times was like whoa yeah um but i think i appreciate the simplicity so much more i mean sign of the times and sweet creature are my two favorite songs off the album right um so i love this one they I did really a good do, job picking i know i those d- singles then
0: <laughs> what they did a good job picking those singles then
1: they did they really did um but yeah i know at the beginning Uh, i was connecting like the run out of rope to the poem the chord by leanne o'sullivan um Mm -hmm. just because the lyrics made me think of that um and i think i'll get into that more in the songwriting when we like go into the lyrics of this okay um but if anyone doesn't know that poem i think i read it way back when the song first came out Mm. um but yeah lucia what do you remember of your first time listening to this song
0: I remember really liking it. Um, It immediately sounded like um, Blackbird from uh, from The Beatles to Mm. me, which I really liked. Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life we are only waiting for this moment to arise. Blackbird sang- it has like a kind of lullaby esque feel to it for me. Um, and I remember really liking it and loving the lyrics. Um, yeah. It's hard to look it's hard to look back and remember. Like yeah. some things I remember like, the exact moment, and then some things I don't.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about it now? And, like, where does it rank for you in terms of Harry's song? Well, it's funny because, um, like, the last, like, couple weeks that
0: I was thinking about it, I kind of kept thinking in my head, like, oh, we're ending on my favorite song. And
1: I was like, is
0: it my favorite song? I feel like it kind of is in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Meet Me in the Hallway is my favorite song, but um, that song's such a specific mood, mm. um, and I think this is also my favorite song, and it's it's also, I guess, a specific mood, but a very different one.
1: Yeah. Um, and this, oh, I'm so glad we're both ending on one of our favorites.
0: Yeah. This or is one of the favorites. songs that I, like, immediately learned on guitar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not the f- exact version they play, um, but, like, a simplified version. 'Cause I just thought it was so beautiful and I think the harmonies and the ooze are so beautiful. So I wanted to like learn it right away. Yeah. Um which is always a sign to me that I really
1: like a song when I like immediately want to learn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah, I wish I could play this on guitar. I think I feel like this would be so pretty to learn.
0: Yeah. I wanna learn um, how to play the actual proper finger picking that they do.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's so much finger picking, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so about this song, Harry said, Sweet Creature is definitely written about one person. In my opinion, I think most songs are written for one listener. <laughs> Not that that really gives us any insight. but Yeah. It reminded um, me
0: of the of the quote he said from Rolling his Rolling Stones interview when he said, sometimes you want to tip the hat. And what did he hmm. say? Sometimes you want to tip the hat and sometimes you want to give them the whole hat or <laughs> He said it much yeah. much more poetically than I just did, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it reminded oh, me of I loved that. When he said that. And I wanted, I really want to know who the sweet creature is. But it's also mm. kind of nicer not to know, because mm-hmm. then
1: it de- it definitely feels like a different person than some of his other songs. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, before we get into the lyrics, um, the term "sweet creature." Now, I don't know if harry got it from shakespeare but it is connected to shakespeare um it's a term of endearment that is commonly thought to have been coined um in othello act three scene three during Lago's explicit description of desdemona's love affair (laughs) um the 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 little quote is in sleep i heard him say sweet desdemona let us be wary let us hide our loves and then sir would he gripe and wring my hand cry oh sweet creature and then kiss me hard um have you read othello i have not seen it
0: i have not really delved into the world of shakespeare
1: yeah i don't know this one yeah um but I mean, oh sweet creature, and Harry does sing like sweet creature and there's a lot of O's.
0: Yeah. There is um there's an episode of the podcast called This American Life where they follow, um, this group of prisoners who do um Othello as a play and it's incredible. Um but Oh wow.
1: Yeah, so everyone should go listen to that. That sounds really interesting.
0: <laughs> it's really interesting. They talk about how like a lot of the prisoners, because they've actually lived like a lot like the experiences of the people Mm -hmm. they're playing that it's like very different from you know just actors who've like never murdered anyone in real
1: life (laughs) wow that sounds really cool it's really good
0: yeah anyways that's all I really know
1: yeah same I mean I've I've read a couple of Shakespeare's plays through school but not this one yeah um, and I also did not really understand Shakespeare that well. I struggled with it a lot. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's so difficult. Um, so anything else before we get into the lyrics that you want to say? I don't think so. All right. So then let's start off with the title, Sweet Creature. Um, I mean, I know when we first saw the title, I feel like I was saying that it's an interesting sort of combination of sweet and creature sort of the like a dichotomy there mm. of creature sometimes seems sort of like Gollum-esque right. or something like creepy a creature something from the night and then you have sweet very tender yeah like creature but, from Harry Potter too yeah exactly um, but sweet creature together it almost makes it feel like this sort of delicate beauty this fragile thing yes. I think the words together Um, um. I don't know. What do you think of the title?
0: Um, I like it a lot. I find it very unique, and, um, I obviously am a dog person, so that's kind of what I think <laughs> of, like, mm-hmm. as sweet creatures being animals, although obviously he means it being a person, which... I mean, you don't know that. It could be about a dog. That's true. Yeah, I think really there's something kind of- that, that could be, um weird about calling someone a creature (laughs) especially Mm. if it's like in that um i don't know but i think there also could be something sweet about it
1: yeah i feel like when it's paired with sweet Mm -hmm. it like takes on a new meaning it doesn't mean like this it doesn't mean the golem thing it like makes it feel like it means like something otherworldly like you're sort of in awe by it yes i guess um But, yeah, the word creature is definitely different than sweet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they are a little bit, you know, opposing, I guess. Yeah.
0: Also, I have to correct myself because I just realized that the play I was talking about was not Othello, it was Hamlet.
1: Oh, I've read
0: Hamlet. Okay. I don't actually know anything about Othello.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nope, me either. Correction. (laughs) Um... Good to know what you were doing while I was talking. I was listening. I heard every word you said. I could repeat it back to you right now. I'm kidding. I it. do that all the time when Lucia's hosting, especially if we have guests. I tell her like half the time I am just on my phone. Like
0: you're the worst. You're the thing. worst about it. <laughs> hey, not all the time. There's been just times like- when I'm like recording and I'll see a notification on my phone that Caitlin's like liked a tweet <laughs> while I'm actively speaking to
1: her. that's only if we have guests on I think (laughs) you guys are chatting about something (laughs) or you're giving your recommendation and I'm like off on my own doing my own thing (laughs) something that I don't have to respond to yeah um anywho anything else about this title I mean it's repeated a lot throughout the song it is we'll get to talk about it there too yeah um all right so right away before his singing starts. We get this lovely plucking guitar. Um it just feels so intimate to me. I love the plucking. Yes, me too. Like it's so pretty. You can hear that like reverberation. Like it's not cleaned up. But, like they keep all that sort of string echoey vibraty sounds. Mm-hmm um that make it feel like you're like right there in the room you're like staring at this guitar and watching the strings vibrate and watching the person's hands pick out the different like strings and chords
0: yeah i know it's one of my favorite um finger picking patterns i don't know like how to describe it in words um but it's a specific one and it's very similar to a tegan and sarah song that i feel like i referenced recently called soil soil Oh, and I'm feeling
1: directionless, yes, but that's to be expected. And I know that best. It increase in the morning and another day's lost. You've just written wandering and I reply fast.
0: Oh. Um, but it's the same kind of picking pattern, um, where you like pluck two strings at the same time and then you pluck individual ones. It's just it's mm. very pretty.
1: Yeah, it's so pretty. Um, when people do this, do they sometimes clean it up and, like, this one isn't as cleaned up? Like, where you can hear all those, like, extra noises?
0: I think so, yeah. I feel like in Harry's album in general, they kind of didn't clean up any, like, extra,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, noises of, like, fingers sliding and stuff. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they did a I little sh- bit.
1: hmm um, I just know I say that and I don't actually know if I'm right because I'm basing things on zero knowledge of actual playing instruments (laughs) it's just like what i hear yeah Um, well there's different ways of
0: playing too like i think some people play really cleanly and then some people uh, play a bit more messily mm,
1: i play messily just because i'm not very good (laughs) i like the messily sounding playing i like all those sounds it just makes it feel i don't know i mean i was listening to um the what's it called podcast the autotune one switched on pop switched on pop where they were talking about autotune and how it's used in pop music such a good it's good like a really cool technique yeah you guys should definitely go listen to it it's like from a couple months ago i think mm-hmm. um and they were like talking about the pros and cons of it and like how i mean it seemed really cool like they weren't dissing autotune at all they were like talking about how it's actually really amazing mm-hmm. um but it just got me thinking about what i really appreciate in music And I think what makes Harry's album stand out is that I hear less of that sort of cleaned up and almost uh, more like technology, vibrate-y sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure there might be some stuff done to Harry's songs, but it's not as obvious as it is on a lot of pop songs or a lot of songs on radio these days. Um, Yeah. And I just, I I mean, I like the autotune sounds too but i think i just really it's nice to get an album that just feels like really i don't know live and intimate sounding yeah
0: well it works for him i think there's a lot of um there's a lot of like producing on his album and they do a lot of voice effects but it's like you know stylized in a specific way i think especially cuz they were trying yeah. to emulate a lot of like 70s style music um mm. so they weren't going for that that like you know more modern like auto-tune sound like a lot of the effects i think were more like reverb and making things sound Mm -hmm. like echoey and
1: yeah there's so much of that stuff i wish we could have those guys on um the switch on pop guys i know we should (laughs) ask them i love them talk to us about like the production side of things because they have so much knowledge they
0: really do um i feel like i feel like i would just talk like if i knew them i would just like talk to them for like hours and hours and hours
1: i know i would just want to know everything i mean like i was listening and i was like okay so is there that like sound on it is there that auto-tune and i yeah. just can't pick it up but if there is it's not as obvious as there is like on other songs mm-hmm. i don't know um but yeah all right let's get into the first verse the first <laughs> verse is sweet creature had another talk about where it's going wrong but we're still young we don't know where we're going but we know where we belong um and again the music during this verse has all these like layered guitar sounds it feels so close to you Mm -hmm. there's like the there's like this sort of tangled guitar sound and then there's Mm -hmm. the one that's like plucking and it's kind of goes on this like Downhill scale. Yes. Um. When it goes like had another talk about, and it kind of goes. Duh, 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 mm-hmm. Although those are not the notes that it. Hits. Yeah, that's my <laughs> favorite. I love that.
0: Had another talk about where it's going wrong.
1: And it and it makes it almost feel like quite somber and sad because it's got these notes that are like going downhill, and he's talking about like had another talk about where it's going wrong. I just feel like there's real harmony between the guitar plucking and the words mm-hmm. like the, pl- the plucking almost emulates the words and then you have that other sort of um, sort of tangled guitar sound over top I don't really know what I'm talking about <laughs> but <laughs> it all make sense I, okay that's how I was feeling I think it. the tangled
0: <laughs> the tangled thing is probably because there's multiple acoustic guitars like being played with finger picking
1: Mm, okay yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but then, then then, there's like the sharp one that's like bum, 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 or mm-hmm. whatever the notes are. I don't know. I'm going to insert it so that <laughs> it sounds okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and also like just in terms of his singing on this first verse, like you can heal, hear all his breaths and like where he like pauses and where he breathes and like that stuff isn't cut out either.
0: Yeah.
1: Um which i like we hear that on a lot of his songs mm-hmm. um so i liked that uh what did you think of just sort of this the music and the sounds of this first verse um i feel like the first thing i notice other
0: than the like blackbird similarities are just how much i love his voice on this song yeah I think this is my favorite vocals on the entire album Mm -hmm. are on this song. Um, He just sounds really beautiful. And probably part of it is because the music is so simple. Mm -hmm. His voice like stands out more. But I just really like the way he sings it. I think it just sounds so nice.
1: Yeah. And I feel like throughout the song, he like really is dynamic with his voice. Mm -hmm. He captures like the emotion of what he's singing yeah Um, like at some points it feels very sort of like uh delicate and Mm -hmm. like wavery and then he comes in with like this full richness sounds too during the chorus Mm -hmm. and i think that reflects like what the verses and choruses are doing in terms of like uh the meaning behind the lyrics yeah um yeah i agree with you his voice stands out so much on this song Mm mm-hmm Um, So then the lyrics of this. We have the, once again, communication issues happening. Had another talk about where it's going wrong. At least they're talking about it here, whoever it is. Um, But we see communication issues throughout Harry's entire album on a number of different songs. Um, That's just a big theme across his album. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like this sort of like... There's a self awareness to this song that I think some of the other songs with the miscommunication doesn't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. um, Where, I don't know, it's like they're having chats about what's going on, why they're not communicating, why they're sort of, there's a discord between them in their relationship. Um, But there's like the, they fall back on the, but we're still young. So you still have that like, it's okay, we're still young, like, there's still time to make our relationship better. It's not always going to be like this. We still mm-hmm. have time to, like, fix things mm-hmm. um, or, like, get our relationship to a new, better place um, because, like, we don't know where we're going or whatever, but we know we belong together, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Is that how you took all of those lyrics?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, you saying that it, the about the self-awareness makes me think, too, how... A lot of his other songs sound like he's in the moment, whereas this song sort of sounds like more of a reflection mm. um, or like he's kind of looking at something from like an outside perspective, uh, whereas a lot of the other songs, sounds like he's like living in the moment.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And um, this song, he's sort of more talking about a relationship.
1: Yeah, a that's so true. He's like past the anger or frustration
0: yeah or maybe he's he's still in it but like while he's writing this song he's not like in it he's like reflecting on how things
1: are yeah um yeah what did you take the last line to mean we don't know where we're going but we know where we belong i feel like i
0: take it in a lot of different ways but i think the thing i think of mostly is sort of like we don't know like where we're gonna end up in life, like we don't know, because especially compared uh, with like we're still young, yeah. Like you know, we don't know what I don't know career path or where we're gonna be living or like what we're gonna be doing with our lives. But like we know, we belong with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you know, wherever we end, we wherever we end up, like we know where we know we we belong to each other or with yeah. each other. Um, and it's it could also be like we don't know where we're going, meaning like we don't. Know where our relationship is going,
1: right? Has that um, double meaning? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially like paired with the whole like talking about, um, like running out of road, and when you've like gone off and explored, right? Like, you don't know necessarily where you're headed, but you know that you always have like this relationship or this person mm-hmm. that you can fall back on, and and that's where you're gonna end up. hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess, like, in terms of a romantic relationship, it almost feels like, if it is that, not that I take this song to be that, but if it is that, it's, like, someone who you feel like you're going to end up with, like, romantically in the future, Mm. but, like, because you knew each other when you were young, like, you still want to go out and explore and, like, have many relationships and, like, get that experience, but then eventually, like, you're going to come back to each other. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Um, mm-hmm. But I again, I don't interpret the song as romantic. Right. But I think it could be as well. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else about this verse? No. So then moving into the pre-chorus, it is, And oh, we started two hearts in one home. It's hard when we argue. We're both both stubborn, I know. I feel like the like and oh, oh we started like the bringing bringing it in is almost like it like helps go with that reflection type of thing you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, and oh, like we're reflecting back. It's right. like bringing us back. Um, and like he's reflecting on like when they were younger and like where they started, two hearts yeah. in one home. Um, I feel like that could mean so many different things. Mm -hmm. I love that imagery of two hearts in one home. Um, Definitely. To me, that could mean like, you know, you grew up together, whether it was like in the same town or you were siblings or family Mm -hmm. member or childhood friends, childhood sweethearts. Yeah. Um, I even think of two hearts in one home, meaning like the home being like a mother's body And you physically have two hearts in that home because, like, the baby was in the womb. So if it is a parental child relationship, which I see a lot of throughout this, um, you have the two hearts in the mom's body, the mom's heart and the baby's heart. Why do you say ow? That's so sweet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, this is sort of where I was connecting to... Um, the cord, the poem I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. which is a lot about, um, like a mom letting her sort of teenage daughter go off and explore herself, and like dye her hair and talk on the phone with her friends and all this stuff, um, and like the phone cord is what connects them because she's talking about a cord that is like that's been moved from. The outside of the girl's door, across the door into the into the room, and like mm-hmm. there's this cord that's holding them together, mm. um, but it like reflects the umbilical cord, um, and yeah. I don't know. I get a lot of that sort of vibe throughout the song of mm-hmm. a parent sort of letting their child go free and knowing that they're gonna be there to like pick them up or be there to be like that stronghold for them wherever yeah. they go off exploring and they can just mm-hmm. come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah what did you take the two hearts in one home as
0: well whenever i hear that line i immediately think of the song home by one direction
1: <laughs>
0: mm, yeah um because it has the line <clears throat> um when you're lost i'll find the way i'll be your light you'll never feel like home you <laughs> you'll, you'll never feel like home <laughs> no <laughs> When you're lost, I'll find the way. I'll be your light. You'll never feel like you're alone. I'll make this feel like home. So I do think of that. Um, and then I kind of think two hearts in one home, meaning like a literal house. Mm-hmm. And people are living in it together. It also makes me think that, like, they are now separated. Yeah. Because um, it's like we started Two Hearts in One Home, which makes me think, like, now they're somewhere else. Not in one home. Yeah. Um.
1: It has that implication.
0: It's also interesting when I sing this song, sometimes, like, those those little things where, like, you sing different words or syllables. Like, I feel like whenever I sing this song, I always want to say, like... um where we started or when we started mm. there's like an extra syllable in there i want to say like
1: i think oh, in another verse I might it up. <laughs> maybe
0: it changes
1: i don't know yeah it's in the in the bridge it says when we started
0: oh that's why yeah It and and changes
1: that, a lot of those there's a lot of those little changes throughout his song
0: yeah and then it like changes what you think of i think because i like the bridge so much then when i go mm-hmm. to sing the whole song i just want to add that extra
1: yeah syllable in I know that and every time he does it live there's like different note changes so like yeah. when I sing like the I always want to put the note changes in everywhere mm-hmm. when I'm listening <laughs> to the studio version and I'm like they don't happen in this one what's going on
0: we're still young I always think about you and how we don't speak enough we're still young I always about you. No, we don't speak the biggest problem, I mean, the biggest song that that's a problem in is Sign of the Times.
1: Yes. Because he does all ending. those
0: runs in the end, and yeah. I always want to do them, but then it sounds dumb because he's not doing them at all.
1: No, I feel like I do the harmony to it. I'm like, I'm going to do these harmonies, and Harry's going to do the <laughs> other one, and we're going to sound good together. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what were you saying? Yeah, the two hearts in one home. And then we have, it's hard when we argue we're both stubborn, I know. I, again, this is like that self-awareness of just, you know, realizing that they both have stubborn personalities. And, mm-hmm. and that too gives me like that sort of sibling thing because mm-hmm. maybe they have, you know, sort of shared personality traits um, mm-hmm. where they're both stubborn <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and they both kind of know it. Um, yeah. So that causes them to have difficulties in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um yeah i i definitely think of siblings with this this song just like with me and my siblings Mm -hmm. it's weird to go from you know growing up in the same house with your siblings and just kind of knowing i remember as we grew up we were very aware that this is such a special period of our life while we're all living in the same house and eventually like each of us went off to college and then you know i'm living at home right now but there's a time where like you go off and you separate and you're not probably all going to be living in the same place at the same time. And it's this weird sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But like, you still know that, you know, either those people or family or close friends are going to be there no matter how far you go, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sibling stuff is so complicated. I feel like I have a lot of like, like, sadness around sibling stuff Mm -hmm. um it is a very unique bond and relationship to have yeah yeah
1: um did you have anything else about this oh i do so but if you have anything (laughs) wow (laughs) <laughs> well I was seeing like as I was tying it up and then I was no, like oh I wait know. no I had something
0: <laughs> that, just, that just sounded funny
1: <laughs> um, um I don't think I do um okay then the other thing I was gonna say is the line we're both stubborn I know
0: we both stubborn I know
1: is the I know there just to fill the beat or is there something that like what what does it do for it is it just again Ooh. sort of that self recognition?
0: Yeah, I think it's important. I couldn't exactly explain why, <clears throat> um, but I think it, yeah, maybe it is that self recognition, just sort of being like you know we I, I know <laughs> like yeah I know. Like, kind of
1: like a, an, an not exasperated but kind of like a we're both stubborn I know <laughs> like yeah I don't know
0: it's kind of like it makes it sound like it's a like a long standing thing. Mm. like it's not just like we're we're both stubborn without that would sort of sound a bit more um blasé like right we're, we're both stubborn but saying like we're both stubborn I know is more it's like, like we, saying it's like a, there's a history of that
1: right somehow. it's not just in this situation it's like it's happened mm-hmm. before we're mm-hmm. both stubborn people yeah um yeah yeah uh, okay, then moving on into the chorus, it is. But oh, sweet creature, sweet creature, wherever I go, you bring me home. Sweet creature, sweet creature, when I run out of road, you bring me home. Um, and there's also amazing pause before the chorus begins. We
0: will stop, I know, but
1: oh, sweet creature. Um, because it. You know it ends on we're both stubborn i know and then it's like but oh mm-hmm. um and it's almost like this is like the hope that you know the the pre-chorus and the verses we're talking about like the difficulties they're having but then yeah. it's like besides that but it doesn't really matter because right you know we have this hope in the chorus Mm -hmm. Um, and the chorus also like builds. It gets louder. It gets brighter. Mm -hmm. Um, While the verses and the pre-chorus sound a bit more like musically sad. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, I don't know, the guitars like get, I don't know, happier sounding and like Mm -hmm. Harry's voice gets louder and fuller. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What did you think of like the music in this and Harry's voice? um i liked it a lot
0: um i think um uh, i remember when the song came out i know we mentioned this briefly but we weren't sure if the lyric was i run out of road or i run, I run out of rope mm-hmm. and i remember we talked about it at length before we got the official lyrics like people in general talked about it at length like i think at one point i thought he had he was alternating like the first chorus he was saying rope and then the last one he was saying road Um, i
1: hoped he i wished he did i really love the rope imagery i know
0: i think it's so it's so cool how like like even though we know that the line is actually road um i still always think of rope as well when i listen to the Mm -hmm. song um so it kind of doesn't matter that it's not in there because it's still like something i think of when i Um, when I listen to it and it is a really pretty imagery of like running out of road and running out of rope Mm -hmm. Um,
1: yeah I like this chorus a lot yeah it's so pretty Mm -hmm. I feel like his voice sounds really full here I said it almost makes me feel like I'm inside uh, an acoustic guitar and like listening to Harry sing yeah because
0: the way he sings sweet creature is quite high I mean it's it's a high note Um, Mm. so you have to sing it Louder, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, in terms of like the meaning for me, um, it just—I don't know—the lines when I run out of road, you bring me home, just mm-hmm. are some of the loveliest lines. I feel like that is just that unconditional love, where it's like wherever I go, wherever I travel and explore, like you're gonna be the one that brings me home, and you're always mm-hmm. gonna be there, and I'm always gonna come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um. I yeah, I don't know. And I I like how the guitar as well sort of follows the words. Again, it's that like the plucking sound sort of punctuates like when I run out of like it goes on the like there's all the other guitars and then the, there's this like plucking sound on all those um like when he's speaking and I feel like that yeah, fits really nicely. Mhm. Now run out of road. And then also the pause after uh, road, mm-hmm. um, when I run out of road and then there's like this pause and it's almost like this comforting, you bring me home, Yeah, uh, like coming in there. I like the pause a lot. I run out
0: of road, you bring me home.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just find this so beautiful. I don't know how to like express it <laughs> because there's I not know. Much, like, to discuss lyrically. Like it's pretty, I don't know. It's like not confusing, mm-hmm. um, but it just has this like sort of warm blanket feeling, I think. Yeah, um, it does. It's like, um, especially
0: with how you're talking about sort of the parental aspect. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that feeling of like, um, yeah, like that safety of like, Um, even when you're, like, when you are in a bad situation, like, you run out of road, um, then, like, someone comes and, like, saves you. Like, you bring me home. Yeah. You you can
1: always, like, call and be like, I need to be picked up or I want to come home. I've had enough of this. Yeah. I need to be, like, back with someone that understands me. Like, I've explored a bit, but I just want to go home. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because there is actually something really sad
0: in the lines well i know it's not the line but if it were um (laughs) when i run out of rope that's Mm -hmm. like a really sad scary thing you know to think about um like i just imagine someone i don't know like hanging from a rope or they're in the ocean Mm -hmm. or something yeah like run out um and then run out of road also like yeah i don't know I, I imagine someone driving in the desert and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like the road just kind of end somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah or it's like with the- you know the more metaphorical running out of road like not yeah. not having anywhere else to go
1: yeah um with the rope imagery too i think of someone like in outer space you know how they get attached to those like like i don't know astronauts are attached to like that long cord and like they go out and explore but they're still like attached to like the ship Mm -hmm. or whatever i feel like i feel that imagery as well with the rope
0: yeah Um, yeah it reminds me it's interesting because this song definitely is more sweet like than sad when i listen to it mm -hmm. but i think part of the reason it's sweet too is because like there is a sadness Mm -hmm. but the sadness is kind of like kept at bay a bit or like resolved
1: yeah a bit um yeah yeah because the chorus is very hopeful yeah like it's saying that no matter what he still knows it's like he's confident like wherever i go you bring me home Mm -hmm. it's very confident and assured that they will have this bond no matter what yeah yeah it reminds me
0: of um there's this song called the leaving um by a group called nervous but excited and it's actually a really sad song um but in the chorus they say um my hope's been riding in cars out on the highways overpasses out on the byways ended up on empty just short of the light at the end of the tunnel um oh, that was really pretty yeah and this song is about someone who's Like dying of cancer Mm -hmm. so it's obviously like kind of a loss of hope but this chorus kind of reminds me of that song but it's like the alternate version where the hope isn't lost
1: Mm.
0: Um, because he runs out of road but then someone brings him home
1: yeah yeah uh, you always I bring think. in the most beautiful like lyrics from other <laughs> songs
0: well harry it's, it's harry's songs because they make me his writing makes me think
1: of like other beautiful writing yeah oh that's beautiful yeah um and then at the end of this we get those ooh so ooh, pretty Aww. which are really, really pretty.
0: Yeah. Those, like, also super inspired me. I realized um, when I was with my friend Karina um, over this weekend in New York, we were playing some music together and I was singing a cover I do of Going to California by Led Zeppelin. Mm -hmm. And in my cover, I do this, like, I do this little ooh thing and it's exactly those oohs. And I realized when I was playing it with her, I was like, oh, this (laughs) is from Sweet Creature. Like, that's, because it's not in... Um, it's not in going to California
1: Mm, and I was like you got it from that
0: yeah it must have inspired me somehow subconsciously
1: (laughs) oh that's nice Mm -hmm. um did you film that and stick it on the Instagram
0: I did not
1: (laughs) I would like to see that actually well now that I've
0: made a one direction connection I can
1: yes I don't I don't want to like post if that
0: has nothing to do with anything sometimes you know
1: yeah well I'm sure everyone would love to hear it anyway but <laughs> maybe I'll post it's it. not as though we're like jamming people up with so many Instagram stories <laughs> I know like, we don't have that many
0: <laughs> it is funny because when I post my when I post any kind of like singing stuff on our talk direction Instagram I always get like more feedback than when I post it on my like own personal <laughs> Instagram mm, yep <laughs> but i don't want to like bombard people um no we don't bombard them (laughs) don't
1: you worry um okay moving into verse two we have the lyrics sweet creature running through the garden oh where nothing bothered us but we're still young i always think about you and how we don't speak enough um, and in this one I noticed the sort of harmony sounds on sweet and weird mm-hmm. um, and they sort of fade and it makes the, those just, those words seem like sort of a soft caress with, like, those, like, harmonies in the background. Yeah. Sweet creep, sweet creep, but we're still, but we're still. Um, and then in terms of, like, the imagery actually if you have anything about like the music or the vocals on this one
0: I don't think so just the same thing you said is this is where I start to notice the harmonies come in yeah. on those little
1: accented words and then yeah for the the meaning of this I think, running through the garden where nothing bothered us just makes me think of childhood yeah and sort of an innocence that we lose as we grow up where you're just sort of freely running through the garden Mm -hmm. i picture like barefooted children um and like a secret garden where nothing bothered us we were still innocent we didn't really know about the world um but then the next line but we're still young Mm -hmm. it's saying while we're grown up we're still young we can still sort of not necessarily be that innocent young whatever but we're still young we haven't sort of left that garden completely we haven't Mm -hmm. left that sort of magical realm yet yeah um uh yeah and then i always think about you and how we don't speak enough Mm um i feel like yeah that's it's kind of a sad line Mm -hmm. but it's that recognition that like he thinks about this person and knows that they don't speak enough Mm -hmm. and i feel like that that definitely could be like a family member because Mm -hmm. i think often we're aware that we don't call our family members enough or like we're so close but we don't talk yeah they're not maybe not in our everyday life so we sort of you know, we have other things going on or maybe like a close friend that you used to be friends with a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, you never seem to sort of get the chance to talk, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, you wish you wanted to, but that still doesn't make it actually happen in actuality because, you know, life just happens and gets in the way. Yeah. Um, But there's still hope because they're young and they can change that. Right. Yeah. It's such a
0: it's such a true thing. That thing of like, I always think about you and we don't and how we don't speak enough. Like, um. I feel like that, too, with, well, I guess all my family, but also, like, specifically thinking about, like, my brother, because he's someone Mm. who, like, literally I was thinking about him, like, all day yesterday, and I was like, oh, I need to call Gabe, I need to call Gabe, and then I, like, didn't, because I was busy. (laughs) Right. And it's this weird thing where it's, like, we don't talk enough, but, like, Mm -hmm. but yet I think about him, and I know he thinks about me, and it's, like, a weird thing, like, we actually are in our daily lives, each other's daily lives a lot of the time even though we don't we're not actually talking yeah um and yeah the young enough yeah but we're still young young enough we're still young thing i think is like as you were saying um yeah like we can still you know go back to how or not go back to how we were but we can still you know connect and it's not too Mm -hmm. late and stuff um i often think that I'm not still young, so. <laughs>
1: mm. But that's the thing, like we are, we I are know. still young. I know, Like there's so much time.
0: Yeah, I really like the line running through the garden, oh, where nothing bothered us.
1: Mm. I feel like the song is
0: really one that conjures up like visual images for me. Yeah. Because um, when I hear this line, I kind of like think of, I mean, there must be some movie or TV show that I'm thinking of. But it's, like, a slow-mo, like, children with, like, long white dresses. are yes. like, running through, like, a rose garden or something. hmm It's, like, slow-mo. There must be some, yeah. tel- like, some very specific movie scene or TV scene I'm thinking of.
1: And, like, the sun shining. Yeah. And, like, yeah. There's almost, like, fairies there. Like, I could feel it. Yeah. Do you feel like Harry's reflecting on a real garden that he used to run through when he was little? Oh, I would like to think that, but I can also totally see this
0: being more metaphorical. Mm. Um, just being like, you know, uh, a time when we were carefree. Yeah, and like it, it, yeah, then I too, know.
1: the the garden image makes me think of Adam and Eve, obviously before they mm. had the whole apple biting incident, mm-hmm. um, where like they were innocent and whatever, and nothing really bothered them. So the garden is, like, the Garden of mm-hmm. Eden. Um, yeah, and the idea also of,
0: like, being surrounded by beauty. Yeah. Um,
1: but then they're no longer there. But yet there's still time. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else about that? Nope. Moving in to – oh, I had Still Young. There was really pretty – Um, during the live version there's a really beautiful version that has the harmony of still young um, that doesn't always happen but Mm -hmm. uh, the live i can just hear it when i listen Mm -hmm. to the studio version me too um okay so then the pre-chorus again um it's slightly different um and oh we started two hearts in one home i know it's hard we argue we're both stubborn i know um, so there's just subtle changes. The first one was it's hard when we argue in this one's I know it's hard we argue. And then later on it's it gets harder when we argue.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard when we argue. I no, it's hard we argue. It
1: gets harder when we argue. So I guess... Why change it up? What do you think that does for the song?
0: Um, I think it makes it more interesting and dynamic and poetic to have mm-hmm. little changes like that. Because it kind of has the same meaning, but it's like a different way to think about it. Um, yeah.
1: It makes it feel like he's like really like in the moment going through it. Like, Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, like sort of com- conversing. Yeah. Or like he's just saying it again it's like he's not saying it's not like just the same instance repeated it's like he's saying these things three different times yeah I guess Mm -hmm. um yeah and then what else did you have about this
0: um not much because it's quite similar to the first one Um, but Mm -hmm. I do like that lyric change
1: yeah. And I noticed the the harmonies um, are building up compared to the last one here yeah. in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the I know at the end goes like I know oh.
0: We I know oh.
1: right. <laughs> Rather than just I know.
0: <laughs> we I know.
1: But- I like the um. way he says that again it's like just not so cookie cutter which I like Mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's just exciting to notice all those differences you know yeah and then we go into the chorus again um but oh sweet creature sweet creature wherever I go you bring me home sweet creature sweet creature when I run out of road you bring me home um and again the harmonies are building wherever I go
0: you bring me home
1: lovely and high and light and fresh feeling Mm -hmm. um and then we have uh the o's he lets out Mm -hmm. (laughs) um a lot of the o's and ow's and all that type of stuff that sounds in the distance (laughs) i know when he did the abbey road performance we could see he just like backed up from the mic mm-hmm. farther and like made the sounds so it picked up just uh, at a lower volume mm-hmm. um what do you think about this chorus or the ad-libbing going on here well the o's which i feel like
0: is like a musical pre-bridge or something <laughs> mm-hmm. like it's not quite part of the chorus but it's not part of the bridge yet yeah um, this is my favorite part of the whole song, and one of my favorite parts just on the album. Um, someone said, I think it might have been Kara, that the O's sounded like whale calls,
1: mm. and she would say that, wouldn't she? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that stuck in my head, and I absolutely think it sounds like whale calls. whoever said that. <laughs> um, I think because the way it's echoed, like you know, how you said he kind of backs away from the mic to sing it, but then I'm sure they do a bunch of uh production stuff on it because it sounds mm-hmm. like it sounds like he is in the ocean, like far away, yeah, um, it's that
1: effect that I hear all over his album, mm-hmm. that oceany watery effect, yeah,
0: I, I just think it. these o's are so beautiful it like it hurts. I, like, feel it deep in my soul. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of music that, like, I mean, I guess it's his voice. It, like, doesn't need words. Like, you can feel yeah. the meaning in, like, the cries and, like, the way that it, like, echoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's particularly the middle one because he says, like, oh, three times in the, the middle one. He kind of says, like, oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wrote wrote, O, O, O.
0: And that middle one, (laughs) it's like so pained. And I think also it might be the way that it's paired with the chords because um, the strumming behind, like the chords behind that middle O (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. change, it goes to E sus two, which is an E minor chord. And there are other E minors throughout the song, but not this particular one it's like mm-hmm. unique to this one like oh and there's just something about like the the notes and the way he sings it that's just like oh god it like it really gets me
1: it does it really gets me. it feels like the catharsis of the song like it was building up mm-hmm. and then here he is just sort of like letting out his emotions like singing into like this oceany watery void i don't yeah. know where he's like gotta let it out somehow
0: yeah it's very it feel it has a very sad feel to me mm. especially when i think about whales and like because whales
1: <laughs> like whales have a lot of emotions yeah and like he does all these sounds so well i love yeah. that they're in this song and then on other songs as well where he has all these noises i feel like this is like one of the most prominent points though on his album yeah this. i just
0: love this so much and also reminds me of one of my favorite parts of his live show um the last tour he did was when they sing this song it's this part and then i think it's also other parts of the song because um, he goes to the b stage so mm. like at the concert i was at he was on the b stage so him and mitch were up there with the guitars and then everyone was sort of facing them And then behind all of the audience was, like, the rest of the band on stage. So you had, like, Sarah and Claire, um, like, lit up in spotlights. Um, And, like, no one is watching Sarah and Claire because obviously everyone's watching Harry. But I remember Mm -hmm. I, like, turned around to watch them because they were singing the O's. Um, Mm. And there was just something, like, so beautiful and magical about it. Just, like, looking at them on the stage, like, singing those, like, angelic O's with these little like spotlight halos on them and they were just kind of like there just like and like no one was watching them but like their voices were so beautiful and it just like Uh. obviously so integral integral to the sound of that live song um i don't know i just really liked that moment of the concert it's one of my
1: favorite moments i feel like i'm there right now i'm like picturing the whole thing and like looking back yeah because they're doing those like oh uh, yeah like while he's like yes. having this intense like yeah other thing going on mm-hmm. uh, such a good song live too yeah and this was often the one where the like rainbow would go as well mm-hmm. um so that was always really special yeah either this one or i could fly for the b stage yeah Um, Anything else about these noises? No, just they're my favorite noises in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I loved what you said about like you don't even need words because you can just feel it. Yeah. I think that's so true.
0: Yeah. Sometimes music just like speaks.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we have the bridge, which is, and oh, when we started just to, wait, is this the bridge? It is. It's the, the same words as the pre-chorus, but it is the bridge because it sounds different. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, an O oh, when we started, just two hearts in one home. It gets harder when we argue. We're both stubborn, I know. Maybe it's just I... a pre-chorus and not... Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I wrote bridge, but I don't know if that's Maybe right. the <laughs> um,
0: musical bit was the musical bridge. Yeah. not the musical bridge. Yeah, that
1: bridge. must have been it. Yeah. Because, what I got it from... This thing says it's the bridge, but I don't, the genius, but mm. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, so again, we have like those small changes of lyrics mm-hmm. um, where it's just two hearts in one home. Two hearts in one home. Just two hearts in one home. Where that just makes it feel like like that's all they were it was simple like they were just two hearts in one home and Mm -hmm. now there's so much more it's not just anything there's just like an entire you know there's all much more complications and like a complicated world around them yeah um and it gets harder when we argue Mm -hmm. um which is different than like it's hard when we argue or whatever right it's like it gets even harder when we argue so they must be arguing Mm -hmm. um and it just their relationship gets more difficult and it gets more difficult to like reach out to each other yeah um yeah i feel like that's just such a relatable thing like Mm -hmm. knowing that like you want to reach out but then you reach out and you argue so it makes it difficult to do it again and like if you're both like stubborn people and no one's like making the move to help make it better i guess yeah um it's just, there's a sadness in knowing that you wish your relationship could be better, mm-hmm. but it can't be mm-hmm. for other diff- different reasons. Right. So then, the final chorus. But oh, sweet creature, sweet creature, wherever I go, you bring me home. Sweet creature, sweet creature, when I run out of road, you bring me home. You bring me home. Um, and then... Yeah, that just final like but oh, just felt really delicate to me. Yeah, um, there's a lot of moments where he sings on this song with, with the o oh sounds mm-hmm. where you can hear his voice doing like really subtle vibrato.
0: But oh, but oh,
1: but oh. Um, and it feels almost like, uh, like when you know when you're speaking so emotionally, your voice kind of like shakes a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I got out of that you know vibrato on some of these words mm-hmm. um but then you have like you bring me home and it sounds so strong you bring me home yeah and of course the note changes that happen here are amazing on go and road mm-hmm. street creature street creature we're feels like he's like pushing his voice you can hear him almost like straining and it's like i don't know this crescendo yeah of this being like after that sort of sad moment beforehand mm-hmm. coming into this like hopeful moment at the end mm-hmm. and then the second you bring me home like the repetition of you bring me home you bring me home and this sort of guitar has got loud and then they come back down, and it almost feels like you're settling down and you're coming home. Yeah. You'll bring me home.
0: You'll bring me home.
1: everything else goes away and you're just like saying it to the person or you're just there at home Mm -hmm. it's like you've been on this whole journey as the music got loud and you were exploring down the road and then you finally come home and there's just like this one string at the end that like slowly vibrates out and the song finishes and it's just it almost reminds me the end of um, sign of the times where it almost feels like you're laying, laid back down after you've been like up out, out in outer space and now oh. you're sort of like drifting back down like a feather settling mm-hmm. yeah what did you think yeah just everything you said
0: um, it's funny because <laughs> when I listen to this song I think I find it quite sweet but talking about it um it feels like there's so much sadness in it than I realized.
1: Mm. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten into this somber, like, moment. Yeah. Too, well, because now I'm
0: thinking about all this sad stuff in my head. Yeah. But, like, not sad in a bad way. Just sad in a, like, once life kind of way, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I remember, like, I have a weird family. Um, my family is very complicated. But I have a half-sister who is, like... um 15 years older than me we have the same dad different moms but i remember when i was young she was like um well she was in high school and i was little really little and then she was like in college and then she was like living in india for a while and i used to like really miss her when she was gone and i remember Mm -hmm. i used to listen to this album by lucy blue tremblay and it was like there was all these really sad songs on it um but also really sweet songs and he's just like, listen to that album and cry, <laughs> like stare out my window Aww. and miss
1: her. Um, yeah, that's really beautiful, but also sad. Yeah. I feel like that fits this song really well. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely I put this song on when I'm like missing my family. It yeah. reminds me of my brother a lot. Really? And he listened to it and really loves this song, and we, like, call each other sweet creatures sometimes. That's cute. Um, yeah. I don't know. It is a it is a sad but also reassuring song, which is an interesting combination.
0: Yeah. I know. It, it can bring up so, so many different emotions, too, because, like, there's the sadness of it, but then there's this reassurance, but then I think, you know, sometimes I think, like, what if you don't have that reassurance in your life? And then mm. it's that feeling of, like, oh i wish i had that person like mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah i really like the ooze at the end too the way the song ends yes. with the little ooze um yeah nice
1: touch it's so soft yeah anything else about the lyrics i don't think so um i thought that was a really good discussion we went from like high energy to low energy yeah i mean honestly (laughs) a lot of
0: it is that i am tired um like i traveled all day yesterday getting from the east coast to here literally all day from like 4 a.m my time to like 10 p.m my time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then last night i only slept like four hours because i have a lo- the longest day on wednesdays so oh i am God. tired but yeah. it it's also really nice to but talk I feel about like, the song with you yeah
1: the song though like settled us down and it this, did like...
0: we were also in our louis frantic energy yeah (laughs) that
1: too (laughs) which will probably come back once we get back on the tdd yeah we're gonna be hyped up i like that
0: louis gives us that frantic energy and then harry's calms us down
1: yeah (laughs) but this song is like it is that song you know it's like Mm -hmm. it is slow and delicate Mm -hmm. and but powerful with like the meaning and his voice um yeah. Would you... Is this a sound that you'd want to hear again on his second album? Definitely. I tried to come up with more interesting questions than we usually have at the right. end. Right. <laughs> I feel like we need to, like, switch them up. <laughs> so in terms of his second album, could you see this happening again? Would you want it again?
0: Yeah. I can definitely see him doing another song like this, and I really... I hope that he does. Um, I really like... I I hope that he does more songs like this lyrically and musically. Um, I like... Mm-hmm. The, you know sweetness and familialness of the lyrics and the like sort of lullaby um, acoustic-y quality of the music I hope there's more of it
1: on yeah the second album yeah me too yeah and, and like, like we said throughout this is like one of the ones that stands out lyrically different in terms of love and emotion mm-hmm. I think because it's less about, like, the sexiness of a relationship or necessarily, like, a romantic one. Mm -hmm. It just feels... um, It almost reminds me of the song Strong. Mm -hmm. In a way, it's got that same feeling to me, and Strong is one of my favorite One Direction songs. Yeah, You make me strong. It feels like that same thing, like, you bring me home.
0: Yeah. I also feel Um, like the song makes me think of that poem you wrote about your siblings that you read... When you did the, um, the episode after Louie's mom died. That yeah. Was sad, that was a sad episode for you guys. It was when Kara was on the yeah, podcast, if anyone hasn't heard that. But Caitlin wrote these two poems. Well, I think one you had written about your siblings previously, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you've written another one for Louie. But I really liked yeah. both of them, but especially the sibling one with like the seaweed and stuff yeah it's like this song has a familiar feel and i know or familial feel and i know it's like one of your favorites and like Mm -hmm. you it reminds me of your siblings and like that poem was about your siblings and then it has like the seaweed and like that ocean feel and then i feel like the bridge of this has those whale sounds so i very much connect those in my mind as
1: well the last two lines of the poem i wrote were um Tomorrow we might grow up and set off in the salty brine, but tonight we will always be young and you will always be mine.
0: Yeah. I feel
1: like that is so true connecting to this yeah. one.
0: Yeah. So, there's so many um, connecting lyrics. I feel like now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it
1: more too. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I hope we hear this type of sound on his second album and this, like the themes of this mm-hmm. one. It just feels so pure to me. Mm-hmm um and beautiful and it hits you in a different way than say something like kiwi does yeah. <laughs> like she sits beside me like a, a silhouette right. or hard candy dripping <laughs> on me till my feet right. are wet it's a very different vibe than you bring me home yes, you know definitely. Um, <laughs> um, yeah so I I love this and it makes me feel like he wrote it about his mom or his sister or someone mm-hmm. you know he grew up with mm-hmm. um yeah um anything else about this no let us know you guys what you thought of this song i mean we finished all of harry's songs we're now. done oh my god we're done it's been a journey it's truly been a journey yeah. that's we're closing the book on hs1 that feels so weird oh to it say. does feel weird very strange um but i feel really happy that we finished and it's been nice to just like pump out these song discussions i feel like we've had really intense episodes mm-hmm. so i'm like ready to have some just sort of like fun sort of more freer episodes but i'm definitely glad we've gotten all of these song discussions finished in february mm-hmm. the love month summed all up harry's birthday month um, Yes, Harry's birthday month, that's true. It was a very Harry celebration month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm ready to move on to Louie next. Yes. And I'm getting excited about that and looking into his lyrics and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe Liam as well. We have no idea what Liam's right. up to. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so let us know what you guys thought of this song. Anything else we discussed today? Tweet us about Louie because we are always down to chat. Yeah about all the fun things happening in the fandom thank you so much for listening to episode 169 of talk direction you can follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our instagram where lucia may be posting some of her guitar playing led zeppelin was mm-hmm. it um <laughs> songs that's just talk direction and you can also follow us individually on twitter and instagram i am at caitlin ir foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n and lucia where can they find you
0: you can find me on twitter and instagram at lucia o -O l-u-c-c-i-a-o-h
1: and then make sure you go check out patreon.com slash talk direction for a ton of bonus uh content today on tddl talk direction down low we're going to be talking about niall and julia performing what a time on the late late show with james corden as well as our boston trip where luci and i met up for the first time ever in person mm-hmm. believe it or not we met through the internet um, if you <laughs> haven't been following us for that long and we've been talking over a year during this or not not over a year but recording for almost a year and we've known each other for multiple years and we finally saw each other in person so we're gonna be talking about that as well over on tddl so definitely Mm -hmm. go check that out if you're interested or you just want to support the show as low as one dollar a month um you can also subscribe to this podcast on itunes or on SoundCloud. you can give us a rating and review i was reading our reviews the other day and i was reading through one Yep, that Lucia left. It was beautiful, and it made me smile. So if you'd love to leave a review, I would love to read it. No, it just looks Uh, like I
0: wrote a review for my own self.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it was really nice. It was really nice. Um, But yeah, thank you, guys. Um, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. We'll see you next time for episode 170. Bye. Bye.
0: You bring me home. Street creature, street creature. When I-